not so great, for example, to be in a strong masculine energy when then you switch over and now you're engaging with your partner who might be a really strong masculine energy. You're listening to the Parenting Alchemy podcast, where we help parents raise good human beings in confidence and ease using connection-based parenting and self-healing techniques. Thank you for being here. I'm, I'm really curious, like, what are your thoughts and, and feelings? Because I know you're, you're very, you're very in tune with that. <laughs> so I, it's like, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm going to get like, I want to ask a lot of questions and, and maybe we gear it to, you know, our kids and, and, and seeing mm-hmm. like for us personally, what are ways we can balance that and feel into mm-hmm. that, you know? Yeah. So let's start with for you know for people that don't know feminine energy masculine energy i'm going to actually list out from um from the graphic that i found which is light of pine is is to give it credit to the graphic i'm going to just list out what some of the attributes of masculine energy are and then i'm going to list out feminine energy and then we can you know talk about this so masculine energy doing, producing, active, thinking, logical, linear, heaven, sun, task-oriented, forcing, consuming, fight or flight, heating, competition, talking, intelligent. And feminine energy, being, receiving, passive, feeling, emotional, um, click, how do you say that word? Click, click, C-Y-C-L-I-C. Cycle. Cycle. Cycling. <laughs> Cycling. Yeah. Earth, moon, relationship oriented, allowing, creating, tend, and befriend, cooling, cooperation, listening, intuition. And then I want to give a resource right off the bat of another way to uh to learn about masculine and feminine energy is the book Intimate Communion by David Data. And is a short read. It's not a thick book. I honestly think every single person should have this book, especially mm-hmm. if you're in a relationship, um, which you know most par- parents are. Their relationship with an intimate relationship with their spouse or their partner. Uh, intimate communion. Now, the beginning part of intimate communion. I think this is even like chapter one. I have the book somewhere, but has a really good way of also describing masculine and feminine energy that was Mm. such an aha for me. It was masculine energy is New York City, is directional, is go, 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 you know, get it done, focus. And uh, feminine energy is Hawaii, is received, is beauty, is just there. Like we just, we don't go to Hawaii to, um, get things done, you know, and, and, and be directional. We go to Hawaii to Hawaii just leans back and says, I'm just here. Like this is you, you can come and enjoy what I am. I just am. Um, and I, to me, it was like, Oh yes. Like it, 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 made it so clear what feminine energy was and what masculine energy was. And the thing is we have both, you know, obviously every single person has both and some people tend to have more of one, you know, and, uh, and have like a stronger 
masculine energy tends to be mostly males have a stronger masculine energy mm-hmm. and mostly females have a strong feminine energy, but it's, it really doesn't have to do with gender. There are males who have strong feminine energy and there are females who have really strong masculine energy, but the importance of it is how you engage with the energies and to know when do you need to step into your feminine energy? When do you need to step into your masculine energy? And in parenting, absolutely, especially as your kids get older and start to develop their sense of self, they're, you know, like your child's, I have this, I have two, um, well, I have right now, I would say my, my 14 year old son is definitely a strong masculine energy. And my almost 17 year old daughter is very, very strongly uh, feminine energy to the point where she really needs to tap into a little bit of her masculine energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how that affects me as a mom is when I see uh, when I see engagements, for example, with my son who has a really strong mas- masculine energy, and we're having conversations. And when there's conflict, mm-hmm. one of the things I I look at is, am I stepping too strongly in my masculine energy with him? Because we need polarity to be able mm-hmm. to engage really well together. So, do I need to lean back a little bit because he's really stepping forward? with right. his logic and his directional, you know, thought processes. And if I meet him in the same exact way, then voila, we're going to have conflict, you know? And, and so one of us has to shift energies and he's too young to know yet when he needs to shift his energy. Um, so mm-hmm. I do, I can mm-hmm. learn how to shift my energy because nice. my relationship with him is important. Yes. So, yeah. So that's the intro to, to, um, the masculine energy and the feminine energy and how we, you know, it plays into how we engage and definitely in our relationships with our kids. Mm, That's, that's, that's a great, uh, great way to lead into this because, uh, there's so many things firing on my mind, um, at the moment. And, uh, I was just curious, maybe, um, is there a way for us to kind of look into these uh, ideas at a young age, such as a toddler? I know you kind of spoke about your, um, I don't know if it's eight to 12 year old, um, but what are, what are ways we can identify these and work with these children at a young age? Or is that even an, uh, you know, a thing or um, what approach would you take for that? Well, I, I have it that the spirit is actually primarily feminine energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that the earth is primarily feminine energy and that mm-hmm. the first seven years of a child's life, they really are connected and in touch with their spirit mm-hmm. and with the spirit self. And that actually the first seven years, we are to protect that spirit and to let it flourish, you right. know, let it, let it develop. That's why kids, you know, under the age of eight primarily live in an imaginative world. I mean, right. even my right. my eight year old is still in a very imaginative world. Mm. Um, okay, size story. <laughs> so <laughs> much so that he had his entire class and his teacher believing that he was born in the Amazon, and oh, he I had. St- 
Nice. <laughs> he had stood up when he did his intro to class to explain in detail his wow. uh, childhood in the Amazon. And <laughs> I didn't learn about this until I had the first teacher conference. And oh, wow. the teacher said, I found it so fascinating, his early childhood in the Amazon. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, what? <laughs> So, um, I, I loved it. I was like, oh That's my gosh, the childhood. whole classroom believed it. But he, uh, but he, in his world, like that was, that was, you know, that's not a lie. Like, I don't see that mm -hmm. as a lie. That's, that's his imagination. That's just him living in his creativity. Like mm -hmm. he 100% knows he did not grow up in the Amazon. Right, like, right, it's not right. a lack of self awareness with that. Yeah. But that's how deep a child under that age lives in an imaginative world. Mm. So um, to answer the question, I yeah. believe that when they're young, they're primarily in their feminine energy. Like, and it makes, and it makes sense. Sorry to cut you off there, but it makes, and, and I've been like holding on to it. It's just this, um, or more of an aha moment for me as well is since I have younger kids, I have a three year and seven year old who's in their imagination all the time. Um, I notice the masculine side of me of, you know, um, a couple of years ago, just sent, being very direct with them. It's like, Hey, do this, do this, do this, you know, because I know kind of, you know, idea. And as I recognize that and flow more into the idea that you're saying here is, is connecting with spirit, connecting with, with the earth uh, that our children are doing, um, it's really allowed me to communicate those ideas to them in a more effortless um, way. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm noticing the, the benefits to that of being um, noticing my energy as I come in too is not to be very direct, but just be very soft and playful. That's why you hear like all the previous interviews. Like I, I know I, I call myself as just want to be like very soft and approach, mm -hmm. you know, and, and approaching these uh, conversations with these kids. So yeah, I just want to say that that's that's just a, a great uh, awareness for me, and it's I find that very helpful actually. I've, yes, and that's such a good point too because. You know, when people are, um, man, that's such a good point. And I'm trying mm -hmm. to right. pinpoint what it's I'm trying to say here. Me, right? Because it's, <laughs> that's, that's a very big, like it, what I presented is, is, is very big, broad, you know, because yes. every single conversation that we have with these kids can fall in the line of a feminine or masculine. So every single time we have to be very self-conscious of who we are approaching those situations. So it's, it's hard to be like, yeah, this is what's <laughs> this one thing that's happening. Mm -hmm. Because if we're aware of the fact that under, you know, under a certain age, they really are living in their, in their spirit. So they're living right. in their feminine energy. And then as parents, we're going with the linear, the logical, right. like, exactly. why are you not putting on your shoes? We need to go. Yes. And we're doing that with a kid who's in their feminine energy, who's just right. being, you know, right. like that's one of their, they're just being, they're creating, right. they're doing what they want to do. Um, there could be a lack of communication with mm -hmm. it. Whereas mm -hmm. if we connect to the fact that they're being in their feminine energy and we first meet them there and right. then guide them, yes. you know, we have a better chance in that interaction with them mm -hmm. it going really well. Like it's, it's being aware of it. Now, as parents, 
I do think that uh, we are a lot in our masculine energy. I think um, motherhood, to be honest, I think is a masculine, uh, primarily masculine energy. When you think about um, moms is we're producing, we're active, we're doing, Mm. you know, we're task oriented, we're, we're talking, we're in the intelligence, we're like managing, you know, and I think anything managing is usually in a masculine form. And, uh, and that's great when we're mothering our kids and also being able to step into our feminine to connect with them as well. I think we can do both. Not so great, for example, to be in a strong masculine energy when then you switch over and now you're engaging with your partner who might be a really strong masculine energy, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So again, it's like knowing when to, to flow in and out of the various energies, knowing what your partner's energy, primarily what their stronger energy is and what your children's current energies might be. And as they be- develop their sense of being, who, who they are and, and their thoughts and intelligence and all that kind of stuff. And then they kind of choose or not choose, but they become stronger in one of the energies. And then it's knowing how to interact with them. Yeah. That's, that's such a, an eye-opening idea of this. Um, at least thinking about where your partner is at as well, because I see um, on my end as well, where maybe I'm falling more back on the feminine side. I've been maybe perhaps using that energy with the kids and I forget to turn the switch to the masculine side of doing things. Like, let's say if I need to do something, the house, I have so many house projects, you know, Mm -hmm. but I've been stepping away from that because, and I wasn't really aware of the idea that I'm, I don't want to step into that energy. Like there's some resistance there. Mm -hmm. So just, just recognizing that maybe I could step into the masculine to support my wife so that I can allow her to flow into her feminine a little bit because she is doing a lot of managing, Mm -hmm. you know, that that could really help benefit the, uh, the relationship. So I find that really helpful. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, Yes to that. And Mm -hmm. I know it's happened as well in my relationship where I have found that we flow best when we're each in, we're each tucked into our, where our, our natural energies are. And it, you know, that's, that's the attraction initially is the polarity, you know, one way or another Mm -hmm. is polarity is the attraction. Mm -hmm. And then to maintain that kind of polarity is to be able to also be in the pocket of your energy, whichever way that is that created that polarity in the first place. And for sure, there are going to be times when one has to step into, you know, for example, if I'm primarily in feminine energy, that there are times I will need to step into the masculine energy and my partner will step into his feminine energy and vice versa. But when there's conflict, I think one of the things to look at is where are we in our both ways, whether it's, wow, we are both way too deep in our feminine energies and Mm -hmm. nothing's really (laughs) progressing or, or getting done or, wow, we are both coming at this in strong masculine energy and we're just not going to be able to progress. One of us has to be willing to either lean back or go forward. And whoever Mm -hmm. becomes aware of that first is the one to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was just about to ask, like, how do we communicate this 
um, so that we're not saying masculine and feminine so much, but rather make it more of a natural, like you said, natural um, energy, you know, because uh, a question that I had is like, how do you see a lot of people at, at that point of willing to accept this idea of differentiating between masculine and feminine? Uh, yes, when I explain yeah. it. Right, um, when when right. I actually like describe what's currently happening, then yeah. it's like, oh, hmm. uh, and the one that usually has a harder time in realizing you're coming too strong is the masculine. <laughs> right. The masculine energy is usually, you know, is such a strong, go powerful, like, get it done. It's gotta be this way, you know, um, that when they're asked, Hey, perhaps you need to lean back a little bit. That's not always that easy you mm, know, for right. them to do. Yeah. Uh, for my, here's a scenario for that. I was describing earlier, like with my daughter and she's in a very, um, very, very, very feminine energy. And, but yet there are things that she desires that she needs to do. Mm-hmm. And like, for example, she, um, she has desires for the next two years and goals and things and where she wants to live and how she wants to live. And she's in that, that feeling of it and the emotion right. of it. Right. But like to actually get to that, will require her to step into some of that masculine energy mm-hmm. so that she can do the action of it. Um, and so, because she's so deep, deep, deep in feminine energy, I mm-hmm. need to work with her into like flow it, letting some of that masculine energy into her and, and how to tap into her masculine energy so that the things that she wants to achieve in the next two years are, are, happen you know like Mm -hmm. there's an actual doing for it versus just being in the feeling and the emotion of it yeah and i was curious like do you have any like questions that you kind of ask your daughter uh, to kind of pull her from uh this deep because when you mentioned deep feminine energy i can imagine uh with the emotions and the feelings sometimes it's hard to pull people out of that into the doing and i can see that disconnect for for her and for for myself so what are things that you uh can think about that to pull them back to this energy that we all have yes so it's definitely been a work in progress right now mm-hmm. like um because i've noticed so much so i look at it now from oh this is what's happening. Uh, and, you know, and she's also a teenager. So there's, mm-hmm. there's a certain levels. I can't, I, I can't in no way try to control any of her actions because it backfires, right. you know, like she's, she's in the, this is who I am stage and, and creating that sense of independence, you know, of who she right. is. So what I try to do is connect to her feeling. How does she want to feel when she's doing the things that she wants to achieve? And then she'll tell me about that. And I'm like, okay, so what action I'm trying to be careful with my words. I don't want to, um, you know, she is a person, like a real person. I don't want, I don't want to give too many details about her life. She would really, really dislike that. Mm -hmm. Um, So then I, I will say, well, what is the action 
or I'll give her ideas for here's some of the actions that align with how you want to feel so that you can mm. do the things that you want to do and feel the way that you want to, that you want to feel when you're doing them. Gotcha. Uh, and then in that, my, my desire is for her to start choosing which of the actions she needs to do mm-hmm. to get to her goal that she wants to achieve. Yes. She is in a strong feminine energy. So it is not a fast paced thing. Like the feminine energy does fl- it flows, you know, mm-hmm. and like a river, the very slowly, like it's just is. Yes. So she's not going to jump to quick action. It's going right. to be a slower process for it. Whereas my son, who's in the strong masculine energy, that could just boom, boom, boom. Like right. he's doing the thing, you know, mm-hmm. he's just mm-hmm. like getting it done. And it does move. It's like, I, I want to achieve this. Oh, okay. Boom. I got to do that. And he Mm. just, he just does that. Uh, And so it's polar opposites of the two different energies. And so when I'm working with a strong feminine energy, almost to the point, like is if there was a a line, a linear, she would be at the very end of that, like extreme feminine energy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I have to, it's going to be a slower process. It's going to, because it's, it's got to come from, from a very feminine energy to try and get her just enough of that masculine energy where there's action going on as well. Yeah, and that's just a very uh, delicate approach that you're basically taking there. And I, as as uh, as a person, as a parent, noticing um, the actions and the steps that you take to approach this very particular individual with a very you know very in a very particular way um, is is uh, is very next level. I have to say, mm-hmm. you know, that's the next level of being aware of who this person is and how to yeah prompt them enough without poking too hard to step into that very 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 slowly you know so that they can have a slight interest in at least achieving that and in, in their at their pace mm-hmm. so and when you mentioned the masculine energy of being able to do everything quickly do everything you know and having having that you know straight straight for it um do you see the need to because you know how your daughter feminine to masculine to doing is there anything for your son to go from masculine to feminine in terms mm-hmm. of whatever he is accomplishing in terms mm-hmm. of feeling like hey the impact of what i'm doing you know these are things that i can take like what what's your thoughts on that yeah so it's almost the opposite oh right. well it is the opposite so it is the opposite it yes. Is- <laughs> yes so with him is for example, um, when he is a little bit more still, you know, and, and there is a little bit more quietness, mm. I'll go to one of my favorite things to do is go into his, uh, his room after I've put the two younger ones to bed and he's still awake for like another hour and uh, help him connect to his feelings, you know, and help him connect to how mm-hmm. he's feeling about his job, um, which I'm so proud of that he's like 14. And nice. he was so uh, active in trying to find a job. And he did. And he now has like a job, like I have a kid with a job. Um, nice. So nice. And, and so he's, he's, he's got the action part 
down. I never have to worry about him doing the things that he knows he needs to be responsible for. But Mm -hmm. I need to get him. One of the things that I work with is to connect him to how he's feeling doing the things. How is he feeling in his friendships? How's he feeling in in his work? How's he feeling in his schooling? Mm-hmm. And um, and to work with him to to lean back a little bit so that yeah. he can just receive. And yes. so I do that when we get to do one on one together and have those kind of conversations together. And mm-hmm. when when we do, you know, he does lean into it. And, and is, is helping him just connect a little bit to, to his emotions and, nice. and accept his emotions mm. and, and that those, those are perfectly okay. And he does accept them. Like it might, thankfully, like all my kids know their emotions are all accepted, every single one of them mm-hmm. uh, and, and allowing him the space to do that, you know, mm-hmm. at, at times when he can just release, you know, when mm. he wants to release. Mm. Yeah. And when you say space, you know, just, just really just being that space holder, um, for, for all these, um, you know, energies floating around in, in a house, mm-hmm. right. In a box, um, cause you're really just navigating and really tending to the things that need to be tended, um, so that they can, you know, plant their own seeds that could, you know, eventually blossom. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's, that's a lot of great work. And, you know, I hope a lot of parents can really just pull from this and see what things, cause I've like, I, I'm going to listen to this a couple of times just to see what I can, I can pull from the individual personalities of the people I'm living with and my kids, you know, wife. Right. And, and seeing that, how can I be creative and in, in my approach as well, as I incorporate these ideas, you know, and it's, it's, I can only see it being really, really helpful. Um, because when your kids, as, as Giselle was mentioning, as, as these kids are being able to express themselves, you know, we talked about it uh, a little earlier, it's just uh, dinner. Dinner is very, it's very lively um, in her household. And it's, it's, a, it's a great uh, sign that, you know, these kids are expressing themselves in a space that is, you know, being given to them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're given the podium to really just say, hey, this is how I'm feeling. This is how I'm moving around in society. Um, with all these restrictions, with all these things that we have to follow, this is what I'm doing. Um, so that's really empowering for these kids as they progress. Um, so I just want to say kudos and uh, thanks for the information on this. Yes, I think it really, it changes how, when you become aware of the energies and, and when mm-hmm. you stay focused on them, because I will say, I know so much about masculine and feminine energy and there are times when, I'll have um, conflicts or things aren't flowing well. And it takes me a little bit to realize, oh, okay, Uh, I need to focus on our energies or my energy and how we're flowing together. And because I, and and it's funny because a lot of times when that happens is when I'm in my masculine energy Mm. and and I can't figure it out, you know, and I'm Mm. like doing the doing and the the talking and intelligence and the linear and the logical. And it's like, why isn't making sense, you know? And then I have to realize, oh, I need to tap into my feminine energy. You know, that's why it's not making sense. Like I'm not actually connecting. I'm not aware of where I'm at, you know, and the emotions Mm. or where the other person's at. Mm. Um, That's why I think, you know, the beauty is 
in the world tries to operate primarily in a masculine energy. Correct. While we live in an earth and we're guided by a spirit that's in the feminine energy. Right. You know, so I think if anyone's wondering or trying to figure out, all right, what do I, I'm having conflict, I'm having challenges. Uh, right. That might be an easy thing to to analyze. Am I primarily in a masculine energy when I should be in a more feminine energy, mm-hmm. or at least be become aware of that? Um, so I think it really is a cool way and an interesting way to think about our kids. You know, yeah. to to realize, oh, this is where my kids at. You know, especially those that have the kids under like seven and eight, which a lot of of the listeners do. Like they have, I I do um, I have a a survey, kind of like a questionnaire up on on the website and uh, on my about page, and and so I get to see like the various ages that people have, and a lot of people have the kids that are in that like seven ish grouping Mm -hmm. and is becoming aware there's nothing wrong with my kid. They are perfectly where they're supposed to be. They're very much in the being and the creative and the imagination. And I'm coming at them in the masculine and we're just not jiving. Okay. So I need to soften my approach so I can meet my Mm -hmm. kid where they're at and then guide them to to what we need to do. It's like, even yeah. at those ages, it can make such a difference in, in the parenting. Mm. Um, but for myself, especially because, you know, especially through the membership, like I work a lot with just the spirit, like who we are as people, because mm. if we become aware that if we start from the inside out, like I say a million times, start from the inside out, parenting just becomes easier. And to, to constantly focus on this is what I need to do. This is what my kid needs to do. Why aren't they doing that? Or they're having this behavior without looking at, well, what was my behavior and what, what energy am I operating from? And I'm, am I even understanding my child? You know, like if you start from inside the outward stuff becomes really a lot easier. There was a question on, I'm in, I'm in Reddit and uh, well, there was a question a mom had, and she's like, what are some podcasts for uh, my children's big feelings, you know, like tantrums and biting and hitting? She has a toddler nice. and people yeah. are giving her, you know, podcasts. And I said, you know, I have a podcast, but it's for your big feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, oh, oh, my gosh, I need mm-hmm. that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's that's a way way to turn it on and like that. That's right. This is what I mean. Like when we're when you're dealing with a lot of parenting issues, you're usually looking at my kid. You know, like it's Mm. this. You're looking outward. Yeah. Whereas the first thing you should be looking at is inward, because if you fix the inward part of you, then the outward is just going to be easier. So, and that includes being aware of masculine and feminine energies. Thank you for listening to this episode. I would love to hear your feedback and your thoughts. Reach out anytime you like by visiting theparentingalchemy.com. Be well.